Just stop promoting Buffy. It's like a creepy thing for a man of your age to be talking about a 16-year-old vampire It's not girl. as good as the Gilmore Girls. I, I, and you know, it's getting worse. Did you have Christmas cake and does like the alcohol strengthen over time? No, like my, my love of Buffy no. the Vampire Slayer and all the Gilmore Girls is utterly <laughs> independent of whether or not I'm a little bit tight. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, so listen. <laughs> This is the Mid-East Beast Podcast. I am your host, Molly Livingstone, here in Jerusalem, and Alex Giles joining us from London, England. Hello, Alex. How are you? Good morning, Molly. I'm very well. How are you? I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to talk about, a, I think, a positive topic in the Middle East. Yes, let's do that. All right. So it sounds like a bad joke. Women driving. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> it's a big deal. In Saudi Arabia, we have talked about this before. There is a new law that's going to take place, be in effect June 2018, that women will be allowed to drive. Uh, okay, okay, good. Okay, good. We so this, this we this already know. Good. This is positive. Right. This is all good and great and grand. Of course, with that privilege comes other privileges, right? Yeah. So we have Uber, which is the shared rides app. Yes. I say that hesitantly because I don't know much about it living in Israel where we don't actually have it. We're talking about this off air before. I find it really strange that a country that invents like the best um, direct network, the best navigation app, Wave is an Israeli uh, app, isn't it? Yep, yep, it's true. But you don't have taxis, you don't have Uber. So in other words, you like knowing where places are, you just don't like getting there efficiently. Is Is that what you're telling me? It sums it up. Actually, it's interesting that you said taxis accidentally because we also created the app Get App, which is all about also efficient taxis. So it's really weird that we have these things. But you know what? We also use fax machines in Israel and we helped create the iPhone. So Mm, it's just there's a lagging. And now here's Saudi Arabia. They're kicking our ass. They got Uber. They have something called Kareem, which sounds Middle Eastern, but also has the word car in it. So it's the same idea. And they are recruiting their female drivers, which will be a big deal because if you were a woman, you're not allowed to travel alone with a man. So that is kind of complicated if you want to get to and from somewhere. You can't drive a car. You can't hire a car with a man driving it. That is... Uh... Has somebody told Uber about this? I mean, does Uber realize this? <laughs> is their business development well, team not as sharp as you might hope? Oh, they are sharper than ever, my friend. First of all, Uber, who calls their drivers partners, because that's how sharp they are. And Kareem calls their drivers Captains. Captains. <laughs> it's just such a I like that. Fact. I like that. I'd feel good about myself. Yeah, of course you would. Of course you would. They are not they're not airplanes. They're just cars. They're not ships. They're simple, majestic little cars going around. So they do know all this. They're actually going through training sessions. There's cute little pictures. There's one picture. It's like a man from Kareem with about twenty of the first female captain. <laughs> I can't. Captain Drivers, also known as he finally got his virgins. Uh, Is that inappropriate and offensive? What I don't understand, Molly, I mean, forgive me, but Uber as a concept in most places, like in here in London, is you get it because you want to get pissed and you need your own designated driver. I mean, that's like, you know, one of the major drivers behind it. I mean, 
That can't happen in Saudi. I mean, why would you bother taking a taxi anywhere in Saudi? I mean, you just drive your own car. I mean, you're going to be able Can't to drive turn. back. So it's interesting because actually there are rules that women are not allowed to be out at certain times of night. Like basically evening, dark till dusk. Is it because so that- are, are they like vampires or something? I'm confused. <laughs> That's exactly it. If Jews have horns, they turn Yeah, into yeah, hang on. I thought yeah. it was the Jews that drank blood. Are you telling me <laughs> that basically Saudi women are vampires and the Saudi men have to keep them locked up? Can I Otherwise, tell you they're something? going to ravage through the country. Is that how it works? Yeah. We got alternative facts all over the place. Let's just throw that in there. Well, it's someone possible. should tell Buffy the Vampire Slayer for a start because, I mean... <laughs> Somebody should ring her. I think our audience doesn't know who Buffy is. Everyone knows who were... Buffy the Vampire Slayer is. I think if the audience is made mm-hmm. up of slightly any middle-aged men <laughs> listening to this now, anyone <laughs> over the age of about 35-ish, late 30s, is fully aware of Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think we can lay that to rest. Now, it's interesting It's on Netflix. Ta- Watch it on Netflix if you haven't seen it, kids. All right, just stop promoting Buffy. It's like a creepy thing for a man of your age to be talking about a 16-year-old vampire It's not girl. as good as the Gilmore Girls. I, I, and you know, it's getting worse. Uh, Did you have Christmas cake and does, like, the alcohol strengthen over time? No, my, my love of Buffy no. the Vampire Slayer and all the Gilmore Girls is utterly <laughs> independent of whether or not I'm a little bit tight. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, so listen. <laughs> stop it, steady. You talked about Uber in England. Yes. But I actually thought that Uber was not allowed in England for uh, almost... Almost the same reasons actually in Israel there was a issue with I don't know tax or money or something yes Jewish. so Uber pretends that it's not a travel company that it's not a taxi company right this is their big plan so that all of their mm. drivers are independently employed they're all self-employed so what Uber is how they promote themselves it's an app they're an IT company that's how they try to get away with it and essentially the, the British government the London mayor said no you're not common sense you're a taxi company and therefore you're going to have to employ these people and they're going to have to have benefits and sensible stuff otherwise we're going to take your license away and uber are now contesting that ruling as we speak so i can go and still get an uber now but it may well be that they'll have to change so there's a lot of negotiation going on at uber right now there, there's our business update wow. for this podcast. That was just so much more information yeah, than we'll, I ever yeah, wanted yeah. about I, Uber. Uh, our editor can edit all the chunks of that out. We'll just yeah. get back to the jokes. There's going to be like one sentence yes. left. But Go okay, so... <laughs> so going back to this, I told you they're going to have these training sessions. Yep. It's very important, obviously. I mean, I can't imagine what's going on in these sessions and what they're teaching them. But obviously, as a woman driver, you will not be able to pick up a man. That sounds wrong, right? That sounds wrong on several levels, but okay, yeah, yeah, you couldn't do that. Right, so they can only take other women, Mm -hmm. and they could take families. Yeah. Okay, so that seems fair. So what do you think, in your honest opinion, they're teaching them in these classes? Knowing Saudi Arabia, (laughs) knowing the strict laws, I'm for real asking you. That's a very good question. I don't know what particular additional stuff do you need to know as a woman to drive on. I mean, I've I've only been driven in Saudi Arabia. I've been the passenger. And it is, I, I can confirm, a terrifying experience because, you know, <laughs> Saudi men do not know how to drive. Or if they do know how to drive, they just don't care. So Right, that's all of the Middle East. Yeah, that's not just that's the true, Saudi actually, yeah, that's not put that out there. Um, that, that's true, but Saudi was a particular... They know what a horn is, and they use that, and yeah. everything else is just... Israel's no better, know. I should say. Israel's a pretty scary place to drive as well. I've been driven around Israel, that's pretty terrifying. Yep, I agree with that statement. Way more scary than a terrorist attack. Yep, that's very much a very common common conversation that we can bridge, bridge a divide in a divided part of the world by saying you all can't drive for shit. So... <laughs> 
I, I don't know what in particular you would need to teach a woman driver in, in Saudi Arabia. I mean, there may well be that they'll improve the driving standards dramatically, uh, which would be a wonderful thing. I think thing. so. On related yeah. news, did I mention that there's a video now of the first women watching a football or a soccer match? Because, yeah, you know, recently, as all part of this new regime, they're allowed to go into sports stadiums. Well, this is really exciting. So you stopped watching Buffy to watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So they get to watch a thrilling nil-nil, zero-zero draw between Saudi Arabia <laughs> and, you know, Oman or something, and probably then realised that what they thought was going to be a really exciting thing it actually was shit. And all promptly yeah. went back home, driving themselves, hopefully. And I also... on, on No, they on, can't until June 2018. Well, they're, okay, drive. they're all waiting at the stadium still. Waiting desperately. <laughs> That's where the taxis, the first taxis, should all pull up. Because there's a load of women there really pissed off going, soccer, football is rubbish. <laughs> and they also, can take party buses. On other related notes, sorry to interrupt you, Molly, that I read yesterday. They're opening the first cinema, cinemas in Saudi Arabia. Okay, so that's pretty cool. There weren't cinemas in Saudi Arabia Wait, before. Wait, you stop it right there. Yep. They didn't have movie theaters? No. We sang the same word in different languages of English. Mm. Cinema, movie theater, same thing. There's no movie theaters. Oh, there weren't. But they've opened them. What? And However, unfortunately for the Saudis, the very first movie that has gone on public release is the Emoji movie. And emoji. you can go on you can go on like Rotten Tomatoes and check out the emoji movie and confirm it's I think regarded as one of the worst movies made in the twenty first century. So they're begging for it to fail. So they are so it seems to me the Saudi government has been very cunning in this is that you know they're not showing really they're not like showing Sicario just, just the or, shittiest movies yeah yeah ever. they're not showing the Godfather Part 2 or Sicario or Star Wars or anything that Jaws, you know, anything that people might want to watch. Notice I was trying to go through some movies again that all were mainly sort of 70s movies there I notice again I'm old but I'm sure some good movies have been made recently um yeah Star Wars Star Wars The Last Jedi that's what they could put on Last Jedi brilliant only problem with The Last mm. Jedi if you're in Saudi Arabia as a lot of dreadfully misogynistic men have found out they're all complaining that there are too many women in the new Star Wars movie yeah we can't have women yeah. superheroes that just there is a version of it that a bunch of misogynistic men these are not Saudis by the way it's just misogynistic idiots they cut the movie down, removing all the women in it. Uh, yes. And it turns out that when you do that, it's an incoherent shit movie. <laughs> um, and that was a really stupid thing to do and waste your time on. But there you go. So, yes. We do that here, too. You know, here in Israel, the Orthodox, the very religious community, do not have any pictures, advertisements, nothing with women in them. When Sex and the City came here, they made sure to take any pictures down of women, of the word sex. And, of course, that also... That, okay, sex, it says sex in the city. But when women politicians were running for office, they also took down their pictures. And in a picture for a diaper ad or formula for babies, yep. they have like a picture of a doctor mm. and not a not a mom. I'm trying to go back to your the sex in the city thing. Now, again, very much like yep. Buffy the Vampire Hunter and so Gilmore Girls. I'm very all. familiar with sex not in the city. Loved it. You know, oh, my God. It. You are such a Miranda. I, <laughs> I know, I know, I like the. Well, I mean, maybe I am a little bit, but I like the dark haired one. Who was the dark haired one? Charlotte. Charlotte. You I don't I know. More of a don't Charlotte. say you know Sex no? in the City and then not. Yeah. No. You, well, no. Nah, but my question. You're, more of a, you're complicated. Yeah, yeah. But my question for the Orthodox community: How much of Sex in the City once you'd cut out? Like, it must have like each episode to the Orthodox community must have lasted about two and a half seconds. Right. There was the opening shoe. Yes. And that was it. That was it. And then the credits yeah. rolled. Weird. And that was it. Weird. Well, you know, first of all, sex is okay for Jews, but the ultra-Orthodox have sort of... 
Hold on. She's freaking out. That, Molly, is the result of sex. You know that. It's all fun and games <laughs> until that pops out, my friend. <laughs> they have 11 of those, so they are getting down and dirty. Yeah, yeah. Or just down. It's strange, it's really, for a community that clearly likes doing it. You know, you think they'd be more open to an episode of Sex in the City. So we were saying, in the ultra-Orthodox community, yep. in Judaism, sex is not frowned upon. Where I do feel like, without I being I thought you were Muslim, supposed to be really guilty about it all the time. I get confused. No, that's Catholics. Uh-uh. Uh, so no. it's just Catholics. I thought Jews were a little bit guilty about sex, no? I think there are rules to it when you can have it and when you can't. Oh. But when you have it, it's a very beautiful, big deal. You get double mitzvahs for it oh. um, on Shabbat. You can, like, you know, have some chicken and have some sex. You are going straight to heaven. At the same time? The... Sorry, I'm getting very confused now. Okay. It could be the same time if you're into that. Okay. okay. You know, it's a, it's a whole new world. Yeah. But, no, absolutely. I think that once you're married, you are allowed to have sex at the right times to produce. And it is not at all frowned upon. It is quite opposite. However... As all extremists do, they take things out of context and they've pushed these rules and agendas so that we end up having separate seated buses, men in the front, women in the back. You can't eat together anymore, which I maybe I don't mind that. That's like a whole nother story. Let's focus. I mean, I think these are where there's similarities in the Middle East where we don't really acknowledge our cultures, how similar they can yep. be. Obviously, women can drive in Israel, also Arab women. Unfortunately, a lot of learners are in my neighborhood. It is just the worst place in the world when they're driving. But I think it is a big deal for them in in Saudi Arabia. And of course, the prince is the one that made this new agenda. He's only 32 years old. He's made all these new rules. It came also to boost their economy. The women couldn't get to work. So they're supposed to work, but they can't get there. So that was kind of the whole initiation process. I don't know if it was about equality so much as just like, let's add a few more dollars to our own bank accounts and put them in the front seat. I want to talk about equality, just turn it a little bit. We still have this sort of Me Too movement and it's turned into Time's Up, which is led by the women of Hollywood. And I don't know if you saw this, Ashley Banfield from CNN came out against the woman that said Aziz Ansari, who's a hilarious comedian, said that he practically raped her. She wanted to say no, but she felt very uncomfortable in the situation, so she let things go too far. He admitted that he thought it was all consensual. And then here comes the reporter, and this is where I hate journalism today, (laughs) where they share their opinions. I study journalism. The first thing you do is you tell the story. You're not a part of the story. That's all gone. That's all. We don't see that anymore. So here's Ashley Banfield who goes on a rant for six minutes telling this woman off, saying, how dare you go to the public because you had a bad date. Yep. I always like to compare these interesting worlds of where America is in this Me Too era and also where the Middle East is in coming out of the equality closet. Mm-hmm. I guess for me, Alex... As a woman who was raised in America, who now lives in the Middle East, these are my my sides pulling at each other. But what do you think about that? I guess I'm asking you, what do you think about journalism when journalists get to share opinions, which is more and more, and how it's affecting everything? Because it used to be just us. We were supposed to parody the situations (laughs) and, and write the bullshit. But now they do it. Well, I think you're allowed to comment, aren't you? I mean, there's opinion. I mean, that's the whole point, isn't it? That's why you're supposed to divide the idea of an opinion piece 
with with a journalist actually you know, reporting the news. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's an editorial section for those things, yeah. but that doesn't exist anymore. I think that uh, certainly we've got to a point where people want to consume news that only conforms to their preconceived ideas, and therefore there's pressure on journalists to write opinion and editorial comment that conforms to where they think their readers are, rather than trying to write stuff that informs and allows people to then perhaps form different opinions from the ones they closely hold, which could be very constructive. Right. I mean, the news is just supposed to actually inform you of what is happening in the world. But I don't feel that that is the case anymore. We always talk about this because we say, like, are we going to be out of a job? Yep. The headlines are so absurd. Yep. The journalists are ridiculous. I mean, I had so much respect for Ashley Banfield. I remember her being one of the first reporters on the scene at 9-11. Mm-hmm. And me studying journalism at that time, I was so impressed how she went towards this to get the story, to tell what was going on for the rest of the world. And now she's sitting there and talking about, don't you talk about your bad date in public and ruin Aziz and Swari? Uh-uh, girl. You nasty. I mean, she didn't say it like that, but in my mind, that's how it played I didn't know you did out. accents. That's from L.A. when I used to have my all my friends. My I was very ghetto. Uh. It's okay. I'm allowed to say this mm-hmm. because... Yeah. Okay, I think that wraps it up. That was like my side note of, once again, there's always this sort of Me Too in the background. Obviously, in Saudi Arabia, they have no sexual assault, harassment, rape, because they're constantly separated and and they don't even have movie theaters and (laughs) they watch football games. I'm sure they can't wear the jerseys of the football team, right? No, probably not. Because they're like totally covered up. They can't like boo the team. They'll be like uh, whipped. They'll get whipped, but not in a sexual way. It's not a mutual <laughs> okay. way. Okay, uh, Molly, Molly, Molly. Stop it, all, stop it. Okay. Keep taking things too far. Thank all the nice people and let's move on. <laughs> all right, thank you, nice people. Do you agree with what's going on? Are you excited for Saudi Arabia? Do you want to get in a car with a woman to have her drive you around? Do you think it's finally progress? Or will it all end in a shit show and not even happen June 2018? Uber, Kareem, nothing. By the way, there's also a shared rides called Grab which sounds terrifying if you live in the Middle East. (laughs) I want to thank our editor, Scott Kahn. Share with us on iTunes. That's where you can find us. We're also on SoundCloud. You can find us on Facebook, The Mideast Beast. On Twitter, follow us at Mideast Beasties. Alex, one last thought. I'm going to get some more Christmas cake. Yeah, and shove it up, Buffy. You have been listening to another episode of The Mideast Beast.